1: Welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work Podcast. In this episode today, we have with us Ashwak KP, who is CEO at Bluecast Technologies. Hi Ashwak, thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you?
0: Hi Riti. Thank you so much for having me on board. Thanks it's- a lot. It's a pleasure to be with you.
1: Yeah, it's great connecting with you too, Ashwak. So Ashwak, just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey till now?
0: Sure. So I actually started my career way back in uh, sorry uh, 1997, which was like, uh, uh, I'm a 25 years old veteran now in the field of IT. That's great. Uh, I started as a TPF programmer. TPF is like uh, used for um, high-end uh, mission critical applications, uh, like uh, booking the airline and uh, for credit card authorizations and things like that. So I started as a TPF programmer, which we do basically the coding in assembly language. And it was for a company called Aviation Software Development Consultancy, a joint venture between TCS and uh, Singapore Airlines. It was a very small company, like uh, with maximum of 500, 600 people at that time. So I had the fortune to uh, grow up in the ladder quite early in my uh, life so i had the fortune to become a relationship manager of our one of our accounts which is emirates airlines within 5 years of my career and uh, later in 2006 i mean even before that singapore airlines like withdrew from the uh, jv and uh, it was a subsidiary of tcs but ultimately in 2006 uh, the company was merged with tcs uh, And in both the companies, I had the opportunity to travel far and wide. I was in uh, Singapore, I was in the Middle East, in uh, a couple of countries, in Europe, in USA on uh, various projects uh, for various clients. So I had uh, the opportunity to take on various roles like uh, project management in project management as well as in the program management. And I finally came back to India in 2011 when my kids were growing up. I wanted to settle back in India. So I came back and I took the uh, role of the pre-sales head covering uh, EMEA and APAC for the. That was then the TCS was building up a new uh, department called Mobility, which evolved as TCS Digital uh, after I left. And then in 2013, I quit TCS. I started uh, my own company, which is Bluecast Technologies, with a couple of my uh, friends. So we are here with Bluecast Technologies for the last 10 years.
1: It's great to know that now you have started your own company. And of course, there's a plethora of learning you have gained in your career so far. Definitely. So Yeah. And you as a chief executive officer, you must be aware of several common pitfalls because you have started your own company. And while developing and executing a strategic plan, you must be facing, of course, many challenges and difficulties in your journey. So... Like, according to you, what are the most common issues you have find and you think that need to avoid when developing and executing a strategic plan?
0: Yeah, okay. As a startup, like, uh, I had to face, uh, I mean, I faced uh, so many uh, pitfalls. So initially, like, uh, when we start up a company, it's very difficult to focus on which area, unless you have a a particular product. This is especially true for a services company, right? If you you are developing a product or something, then you... uh, definitely have some plan of what to do and uh, a strategy based on that. But then like uh, in services, at times like you get derailed here and there, uh, now you run from here looking for projects, right? So you don't know like uh, when somebody says that, okay, this is the hot technology and then you go for this, there are so many opportunities there. Uh, there is a tendency like uh, we slip from our, the planned things and then uh, move towards uh, something else. So this I found uh, in uh, so many uh, startups uh, like us but uh, the definitely the first thing that you should have is like you should have a strategic plan like where you are heading to and then you stick on to that. Yeah. The second thing which I, uh, I, I should say is about the uh, pace right uh, the pace with which we uh, grow. So mm-hmm. um, basically like uh, I mean there is a horizontal growth as well as the vertical growth like you can diversify into many things. So the first Part which I told was about the diversification. You have uh, people deployed in various things. Like you think that, okay, this technology is going to be hot. So you have a few people there and then a few people on other projects. And in multiple uh, technologies, you deploy people. But then the problem with that is like, uh, so you don't have a a depth for each of these technologies. Like you have a few people in multiple uh, technologies. But then we had uh, projects in blockchain. We had projects in uh, AI. So we were actually uh, fast adopters of uh, latest technologies. Okay. But then uh, at one point of time during uh, COVID, like we faced uh, a lot of people like uh, a lot of attrition at that time, you know, yeah. that because of the yeah. COVID pandemic.
1: issues,
0: yeah, COVID issues, not only the COVID, COVID issues brought in yeah. a new challenge, which was quite unexpected because I wasn't expecting that people to move out during COVID, but then we had The market was so lucrative for the employees, like uh, they they were getting offers like anything, like uh, especially in uh, new technologies. So what happened to us was like uh, one of our departments, AI uh, department, people all of a sudden like uh, left and it was kind of empty. So we had to hire people from the market with a very uh, high rate. So what I uh, learned a lesson from that is like, if I had kept... um, the the bench strength to be strong. Like if I had hired so many people and then vertically f- uh, focused on the vertical growth of it, I might have had uh, a lot of people uh, whom I could replace internally, not then uh, going out to out in the market to get the
1: people. And, yeah.
0: So but these are uh, some of the few things. So diversification is good, but then it has to come uh, after you have uh, consolidated your team and then focused on something and then build something on that so that like you have a strong pipeline internally to meet your needs.
1: Definitely. Very rightly said, of course, as internal hiring is very important. And of course we each and everyone should have that strategic plan in mind. And Mm -hmm. of course, talking about the plans nowadays, you know, we are seeing that each and every organization is planning and trying to shift and promote diversity and inclusion in the workplace. So, yeah. Yeah. So according to you, like how can professionals promote diversity and inclusion in the workplace?
0: Yeah, actually, as a company, like uh, we uh, encourage uh, diversity in our workplace and uh, we actually take people of quality, irrespective of the gender, religion, caste or uh, even nationality. Like we have office in uh, in dubai as well as in singapore okay. so one of the staff who's working there is even though in uh, dubai as you know you have uh, lots of people from uh, india working over there yeah. so we have even people from syria who was working there okay and even in uh, in india like we are even though we are based in kerala we have uh, people from orissa uh, tamil nadu and uh, many other states
1: yeah. and
0: uh, the, the women constitute a substantial uh, workforce in our company and uh, how we uh, do that How we promote uh, diversity we believe that uh, we are enemies of the unknown or unfamiliar so we wanted to give a uh, maximum exposure to our uh, people so we have a very uh, open office in the sense like we don't have any uh, cubicles uh, in our office like uh, even I don't sit in uh, a cubicle so we have a, okay. a office like where we everybody can see each other That's and we the- have a pantry where people like uh, sit across the tables and then uh, have food together. So we have a few uh, uh, indoor games like caroms and things like that so that people play. And then, uh, I mean, they actually mingle well with uh, each other so that uh, we promote uh, diversity in that sense.
1: That's that's really great to know, because of course, work culture is also very important in the organization. And like workplace are becoming increasingly diverse and not everyone feels like they fit in because of the obvious treatment and subtle attitude they experience, but, but the points highlighted by you, you know, the workplace can consider that points and adopt that. And of course, workplace culture comes into the play. So how do you ensure that the company's value and culture are becoming upheld across all levels and departments?
0: Yeah the thing the only way to ensure that is uh, leading by example right people do what they see not what they are told so that's i am a firm uh, believer in that so uh, i try to give the and keep some uh, values for myself like uh, uh, i i think that uh, when i say a word to the to my employees or my people like uh, they trust me so i make sure that uh, I don't lie to them. I don't uh, give them any uh, false hopes or things like that. I always try to be very transparent with them. So in that sense, like, uh, and that's the culture which I want to build across the company. So I encourage uh, people to have that. Also, like I tell them that uh, the, uh, to think from the customer's viewpoint. So I always tell them that uh, the customer comes first because it is even the end consumer. You have to keep them in your mind when you develop some uh, application or something because it is the end consumer who might be giving some amount to uh, for the services that they get to the to our customer maybe directly and then it is through that customer like uh, it comes to us and then it comes to the employees and then like uh, it goes to the family as their food and entertainment and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I said like uh, every penny that we get actually comes from the services that We provide and then we want to give them the best. So we don't want like somebody uh, cursing and then uh, making the payment so that like uh, we have to take such uh, an amount and then like uh, use it for ourselves. So I said, like, whatever the money that we earn, that we should be very happy and contented of uh, what we Uh, In the sense like uh, we should feel proud that, okay, I have done that work and then I'm getting the rightful thing for myself and for my family. So this is uh, something which I always try to convey to my uh, people. And I think that uh, they uh, take it themselves.
1: Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because as you highlighted about the changes in process and because of the change in technologies and trends, I think not only... In one area, because you are working in software company and you are more involved into AIs and all. So I think, you know, not in one area we can see the changes, but also the future of HR is changing. So what do you think, like what impact, according to you, will AI and uh, automation have on HR roles and responsibilities?
0: The AI have like, uh, I mean, you might have recently, I mean, uh, following the chat GPT and... uh, Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That. So that actually <laughs> took uh took many of us even in the in the field of like even though we work in the field of technology like uh, even we were so surprised about the growth and evolution of uh, chat gpt why because like uh, we have been talking about the job replacements by ai and then most of the job that would be replaced would be the redundant jobs like uh, the cashiers the uh tellers and uh somebody who does the routine kind of a uh, job and then like people were always talking about only the, the creative people would be relevant in the future. Right? Uh, so yeah. the, but then like when ChatGPT, and then there are some other things like DALT2 mid journey and things like that, that actually like shook us upside down. So it now the, the mm-hmm. creative people are the most uh, worried and uh, concerned at the moment because, like of late like i have read that, uh, that around uh, one of the publishers they were talking that they are getting like around 50 uh, instead of uh, 50 novels that they are getting of some fictional write ups they get now they are getting around 200 and most of the things are written by chat gpt so it's actually replacing that and then like uh, one of my friends is creating cartoons and uh, drawings and things like that from mid-journey and uh, dally two and all those things so it's definitely having an impact on uh, whatever that we do so ai it has become quite unpredictable what it wouldn't touch and coming back to your question sorry that i actually went uh, <laughs> away from that question
1: no but also it's very important you know, know about this yeah continue yeah
0: yeah so uh yeah i mean uh, we have like uh, even before that we have been thinking about uh, ai and ai is being used by uh, big companies like google and uh, all those things to for uh, when they recruit uh, it, it actually uh, ai has a role in recruiting people because it can like uh, now everybody's life is open out open in the uh, social media so yeah. getting to uh, instead of like going and searching and all those things ai can do a good job of uh, recommending who is the right choice who could blend into your culture and all those things by going behind their uh, social media posts and all those stuff whatever is available in the uh on the internet footprints that they leave and uh also like uh uh, by measuring the uh, productivity, the upskilling, like uh, giving, uh, suggesting the uh, trainings and things like that uh, people might need. I mean, it, it's AI can uh, have a tremendous impact uh, on uh, HR professionals. So perhaps it could uh, impact some HR jobs as well. Yeah. Because so so many things could be like, uh, I mean, uh, basically like uh, there is nothing to be worried when something goes, something other things comes up. But then like some of the things which HR uh, regularly does, some of Mm -hmm. those things could go, but then something new might uh, come. Anyway, uh, any machine cannot replace humans. So that's (laughs) the bottom line of.
1: Yeah, but definitely, you know, we need to to stay in our field. We need to upskill upskilling ourselves and be creative every time so that will yeah. be ahead of the others
0: yeah even for the chat gpt that we were talking um yeah. you need to ask the right question to get the right answer so yeah, that's <laughs> asking that right question <laughs> itself is a skill so that yeah. is something <laughs> that we need to have an
1: yeah, that's great point brought up by you, uh, Ashwak. So I'm sure there's a lot of takeaway from the content you have shared today. So this brings us to the end of our conversation. Uh, but before we leave, can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you?
0: Yeah, they can uh, reach out to me at uh, Ashwak, A S H F A Q U E dot uh, K P at Outlook dot com.
1: Okay. Okay, Ashwak. Thank you. And it was lovely hosting you today.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Riddhi. It was a pleasure to being with you. I really enjoyed your questions and the session. Thank the time you. we spent together. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much.